Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I'm your host, Roy Turner. My co-host this week is pinball enthusiast and pop culture expert, Ziggy Gardner. Ziggy, welcome to Tricky Kid Radio. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. I'm glad you're here. And you know what's funny? This is actually episode number 13. Whoa. Yeah, right. So we, we, we're so cheap here. We don't have the, you know, the engineer that's got the, <laughs> the sound effect, you know, and everything else to, uh, uh, to make those noises. So I'll, I'll need for you to be the, okay. uh, yeah. the sound guy for me. Uh, but it's even funnier. I've got a great show for you this week, whatever. Very excited to tell you that our special guest this week is none other than John Schneider. Uh, of course, from you know, from television, film, he had a you know a music career for a while. Sure. Uh, of course, from Smallville, and of course, Dukes of Hazard, right? Hazzard. Of course, and he's got a new movie out called Smothered, uh, which is a horror movie, uh, something that you may or may not expect from him. And we're going to be getting into all of that a little bit later. I'm very excited for you guys to hear. Uh, that interview that I had uh, with, with John Schneider. Again, the movie is called Smothered, and we're going to go into great depths with that. Um, a lot of stuff coming out of his studio out of Louisiana. Uh, actually, I met uh, John at uh, uh, Comic-Con, at the Dallas Comic-Con. Were, were you at Comic-Con this year? I didn't go this year. I, I missed it. I had to work. But uh, I've been several times in the last few years. Right, yeah, exactly. Of course. I mean, I mean, how, how can you not... Right. Yeah, it's it's such a such a good time and everything else. Whenever whenever you know, you get to be a kid. There's comics. There's you know cosplayers everywhere. Everybody having a good time and just kind of letting their nerd flag fly there. <laughs> uh, well, you know what's funny is that you know this is also this is this is con season. It is. Yes. So uh, and you know you and I just just uh, finished the pinball right convention the te- the Texas pinball convention. Uh, you guys. Uh, we spared you before we went on air, but uh, we actually have these lucky silver balls that you that you <laughs> purchased. Yeah, pinballs, yeah. It was actual a, pinballs. It, actual pinballs, and it was a wonderful gesture on your part. I want you to know that I, it meant a lot to me to receive that from you. And and like how you cheers a beer, we actually cheered, cheered, cheers, cheers, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. great. Okay, cool. with with pinballs. That's yeah. that's just how nerdy um, <laughs> we are. You know, and I was, and if you remember, I was speaking of cons. I was do- doing double duty. That's true. You were doing, you were doing two cons that weekend, right? Because I was doing, and I had just got back from South by Southwest, so right. it's like it's like it's all kinds of festival e time right now and everything else. Um, but if you remember, I was doing uh, pinball pretty much during the day, and or actually all con during the day, and then coming over and doing mm-hmm. the pinball at night. And now tell me, tell me some of the things that you like, what were some of your favorite aspects of pinball fest this year? Well, this, I mean, it's always, it's just, it's, I met so many interesting, really cool people every day. And it, it, of course it's, it's based on the passion that everyone has at this particular sure. convention for whatever that is, which happened to be pinball. I, that's a common ground, but like you yeah. said, but it's just, uh, I ended up chatting with a guy behind, uh, an ACDC, my favorite pinball right. game, Western. Right. Uh, and just happened to be talking to him. He was trying to figure, I guess, the lines of the game, you know, how to score. It's sure, game. sure. And I asked him if he liked it. He said he had never played it. Well, come to find out, he owns eight pinball, you know, pins at home. He lives in New Jersey. Uh, 
got to chat with him and, yeah. and he found out I didn't own any pinballs myself. And he said, man, I wish you lived in New Jersey because I would give you a pinball just so he could have space to buy another pinball machine. I mean, you, you would actually get it by default. Yeah, right? yeah. I know. He would He would give me, I guess, the, you know. I wonder if that would happen here because he, you, of course, you know that, you know, I lived in Brooklyn for all these mm-hmm. years that I wonder if it's a matter of space because like here it's like, you know, there's big houses and everything's flat and there's room for stuff. Yeah. Whereas up there, maybe. Well, see, there they all put it in their basements. Yeah, right, right. And right. of course, in Texas, we don't have basements. That's right, that's right. But what I'm saying is, is it like, but I'm wondering what I'm saying is like, was it an act of generosity? Like, like No, it was space. It wasn't generosity. It was about, yeah. Yes, it was, it was, yeah. It but was, I mean, uh, I think it's one of those things like you get addicted to, let's say, like having a tattoo. Once you have one, you kind of right. just break the seal. It's, you just can't. Sure. Well, I think with pinballs, it's the same thing until you fill up your space. Okay. And then you still see those other pinballs that you want to, to collect or have, and but you don't have the space. Right. Or either, Makes sense. You know, and that, that was sort of his, I think his reasoning behind it was if he knew me and we lived in the same place, he would let me borrow one of his pins so he could have another. Or, or disguise as such. In other words, like, yeah, I like totally pawned off my old uh, <laughs> thing on this guy so I could, you know, get the Adams family, you right, know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, it has become one of my favorite weekends of the year. I, I mean, I look forward to every, I, I get a hotel up there. I know, I know you did. I, I still, Every year, every year, just because I don't want to leave. Well, there was, there was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be near it. You yeah. want to be around it. Now, I will admit that I've never gotten a hotel. I'm not saying that I wouldn't. I, I do enjoy taking the little breaks because I love coming back and, and being like, you know, it's, it's like that episode of, uh, remember that episode of Friends where like they were getting like the naughty movies for free oh, yeah. and then like they turned it off and you were like, turned it back on and it was still on and it was like the initial excitement had returned. Well, I mean, I, I do. I, I, because I never go up to Frisco, which is where the pinball convention. Right, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, at least in the last few years. Yeah. And um, since it's it's way out of my way, and there's nothing yeah, my, really up there for me, yeah. uh, that's why I do rent the hotel. But I also go and actually tour Frisco every year. I do have right. my little pilgrimages. I go to the Half Price Books there, right. which is a, a great bookstore. But I, I just shop for records. And so you have a, like you make there's like there's a Mercantile Mart up in Frisco that I go to to shop for records. There's oh, a ZT record store in there. And, so you you make it like a whole. Oh like, yeah, I took pictures. There was a silo that had been blown down. Uh, I guess off their main drag downtown. Uh, and really? yeah, 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 I took a bunch of pictures of it. I should have brought my camera, but uh, yeah, it's just a, it's just a little day for me. Used to it also would coincide with a Frisco art fair they would have. Okay. Um, so I would always go to the art fair, which happened to be this weekend instead of last. Okay. Well, no, well, now you can add something. I, I love hearing that from you because it's kind of like I have my versions of that with things where it's like when I when I'm in a certain cities, like when I'm in Chicago, I always oh, yeah. methodically eat at Giordano's, and then I go to the museum, and then you know I, I have my little thing, and I look, I look forward to. But now to add to your nerd calendar in Frisco, I think it's is it Friday is the very first world na- uh, video game. Museum. I know I'm and I meant to drive by just to look at the location, but yeah, I'm really excited about that. I wish they would have had a little more advertising at the pinball convention because uh-huh. I think all the pin nerds would have been you know pretty happy uh, about it. I think so too. But here's what's funny. It's like, okay, on one angle and of course help yourself whenever you're ready um, is one, one thing is it's funny to me is that, okay, where I'm totally excited about this, like, you know, like the nerdy thing and I'm so excited that, you know, what it's going to look like. And, and I'm so, uh, you know, grateful for the education and, and the perspective it's going to provide and, and, and the frame of reference in terms of culture. I think it's, I think it's vital. I think it's very important. Mm-hmm. At the same time, 
that means that the stuff that we played with as kids is now actually in a museum. Like, so you see what I'm saying? So yeah. like, like my, my friend, uh, we were talking about this earlier before we went on the air was my, my friend has kids, uh, Chris has, has kids and, and his, his young boy is old enough now to like, want like a, like a bike, like a real bike, like not with the training wheels. And do you remember that Huffy bicycle that had the white shields over the wheels and it made it look so freaking cool? Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. It was like my life's dream to have that. I grew up extremely poor. So when I got it, it was like, I, you know, I'd won the lottery. And so in my mind, that's, that's what you want. That's the bike you want. And so I was like, <laughs> you know, let me find you. I forget what it's called. And so I was in, I was like, I couldn't find it. Well, you know why? Because they stopped making it like 30 years ago, you know, and I, and I, I Googled it and found out that it's in like the Huffy Museum. So it's like the bike that I rode is actually in a museum. It's like, oh, we're not that old folks. I just, uh, we just, um, what's the, what's the line from, uh, from the Bonnie Raitt song? We're just, we're, 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 we're children that are just growing old, isn't it? Yeah. Well, okay. Now speaking of, of that, there's a lot going on. Uh, this week, uh, you know, here in Dallas, it's, uh, it's WrestleMania week. That's right. And so, uh, you know, we have a lot of, we've had a lot of wrestlers on, on the show and, and, you know, that's one thing I, I when we talk about smothered here in a second, I was going to mention, uh, there's a, actually a wrestling connection I was going to mention to you. Uh, but it's crazy right now in Dallas, Texas. And again, we've had a lot of wrestlers. Our, you know, our very first episode, of course, was with uh, the great diamond Dallas page. Who's going to be in town this week doing, uh, you know, he has, he's had like a bit of a second act as like a yoga, uh, right. uh, guy. And he has his program called DDP yoga. And that's where people know him from now. I mean, he's this very inspirational guy. That's, um, you know, and he and I, uh, met last year at the Sundance or actually the slam dance film festival, which is an independent film festival that, that runs concurrently because he was, uh, screening a film that he, him and his team had made about Jake, the snake Roberts. Yes. And it was about his recovery and in his recovery through DDP yoga. So he's going to be in Dallas doing that. I mean, it's kind of like. When you have WrestleMania, like 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 Super Bowl, or whatever, it's like the entire wrestling world, not just the WWE. Mm-hmm. I always want to say WWF because yeah. I'm an old schooler, but um, like you have the entire wrestling audience right at your behest. So there's something like 30 wrestling events happening starting tomorrow through Monday. Like there's like five to seven a day. So the city is hemorrhaging right now with wrestling and wrestling <laughs> fans, but, but it's pretty cool. Though. Like I said, they, they do a lot of outreach stuff and, and they do it like, there's going to be like a, you know, kind of like an anti-bullying campaign. And there's going to be, they do like a big, uh, make a wish foundation. John Cena, who is the face of the company does a, he has granted more wishes than, than anybody. Um, in, in the history of make a wish. And he throws a, a pizza party every year at, you know, for the, for the kids. And they're going to be doing that at the, I think at the Dallas aquarium this year, but, um, but yeah, lots and lots of good stuff. Uh, now speaking of, 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 of nerd stuff and AT&T stadium where WrestleMania oh, is yeah. going to be held this Sunday. Uh, I think I mentioned this to you. The nerf it, battle. Jared's nerf battle. That's right. That's right. Uh, there's this guy named Jared Gaines, or if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, Gaines, Gaines, whatever. Um, he is, uh, <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's a go-getter. He's an uh, epic partier. He, he, there you go. Very good choice of words there was that, 
Uh, Jared, a couple of years ago, did you go to the party a couple of years ago? I didn't. I did. I, I had was, a couple of friends that went. So okay. Tell me about it. Jared uh, threw this thing, and what 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 made it so, I guess, newsworthy, other than the scope of the party, was that he he did it all through the crowdfunding oh, yeah. source Tilt, and he like. I, I okay. I love the '80s, but like nobody has ever loved the '90s, uh, specifically like 1992 or '91. Than this guy, <laughs> because he made this party, this like this teenage mutant ninja turtle themed party, yeah. where he was, and I guess he just he had an idea, and 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 the conversation grew, and the wish and list got, got yeah. and the wish list got bigger, and then it got funded where the wish list didn't have to be compromised, and suddenly you know he had Vanilla Ice from Dallas who was sure. in the Turtle movie. Yes, he actually got Crime Time. Is that what it's Partners in Crime? What was it, was it Crime Time? I don't want to mess that up. Mm-hmm. Remember, there was a rap group that was in the second Turtles movie. Yeah. He actually got people to have the movie grade versions of the costumes dance yeah. on stage. And of course, he had pinball machines and a pizza party, you know, all the things that the Turtles like. Well, he originally was trying to have the, the world's largest Nerf battle there. And, you know, obviously, venue restrictions and everything else. And, and so what happened was, was that he now. Uh, and, and it's also really, really cool. I mean, y- y- there's definitely some grandstanding going on. There's definitely some self-grandizing there, but but I definitely think his heart was in the right place. He was doing this because uh, there was a you know, major tornado season that basically destroyed, uh, I think it was Rowlett mm-hmm. and that whole area. I think that's where he's from, too. And uh, and so he was like, ha-ha, how about we have the Jared's, the Nerf battle, we'll actually go for the Guinness record for real, and we'll donate the money that people buy tickets to it to donate to the city of Rowlett. So it's kind of like, okay, you're going to get to play Nerf battle, go for a world, world's record while raising money for people who lost their homes. I mean, it's win, 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 exactly. win, win, win. And so, it's awesome. It's and it's, really just, it's such a great idea. It's such a, a wonderful thing. So obviously, naturally, we wanted to be a part of it, you know? Yeah. Now, uh, I, 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 again, I give his imagination and his ambition and his just sky is the limit thing and and his very grassroots approach because he doesn't really have the resources to pull it off but he doesn't let him stop him from doing it okay now when those two things meet there are going to be some some caveats or there's going to be some 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 things that happen and and I, i i i wish i could tell you that the actual event ran like a well-oiled machine but those those things are going to happen because you know it was essentially like a thing where like he dreamed so big like where could we have this like what like like a gym or like a gymnasium uh or i don't know maybe like a a field and then this guy goes oh what about at&t stadium the world's largest football stadium which right here and he called them up and when they found out it was going to be for a world record that's going to benefit people that have been displaced because of the tornado. They said yes, and I think he had to raise something like sixteen grand or something, and because he was selling tickets for like sixteen bucks, and like, and I think like the stadium got like twelve bucks, and every four, and like the remaining four went to that, mm-hmm. and the twelve dollars per ticket he had to sell X amount of tickets because basically what he was doing, he was 
just renting the stadium for a few hours. Right. Basically, what it was was that you know how you had those self-guided tours you could buy. He basically sold three thousand self-guided tour tickets. That's all, I mean, even on the ticket, it, it says Jarrett Nerf Battle, but it says self-guided tour. <laughs> so that's all it was. Like when you got there, there was no parking attendant. All the exits were closed except for the one that where you would do your self-guided tour. They had like one concession booth open. Okay. Uh, now, people, of course, in this day and age are so spoiled and such jerks that it did. And again, we only, we only had three hours to pull this off. So it's kind of like people had come as, from as far as like, I think some people came from like Ohio. I know people came from Tulsa, you know, seven, eight hour drives with their families. So the bad part is that we really only got to actually actively shoot guns for less than 30 minutes. Okay. But we did. But you did. And you got the world record. did capture the world record. That's right. We, they did raise, uh, again, I think it was something like 12 grand, uh, maybe more. I mean, I don't want to give a, a false thing and, like, you know, they hear they're going to go, no, sir, we raised way more. But I know it was a, a nice figure. And we, we made the gesture that everybody donated their guns at the end, the Nerf guns that were delivered to, I think, like like a, I forget, like a Toys for Tots type kind of thing. So, I mean, the whole Beautiful. thing yeah. had a great thing. But, you know, we weren't able to use the PA system inside the stadium. It, he just, it was just a guy, you know, I'm a professional DJ. It was a guy that had a just a, a PA system like mine, and he was trying to reach. Sure. And so it, to get everybody filed into also to meet because Guinness has a very specific like you know we tried to go for one at the pinball thing if you remember right I was like two weekends in a row I'm going for a world record here <laughs> and um and you know of course with the pinball they were they were they were unable to unable to do that you know because of the very specific rules so as everybody was like actually in the stadium it, to get everybody numbered and filed and sorted and everything else the way that you would have to do to make it an official world record. Yeah. It took two hours. So we got there about six 30. They let us in at seven. We weren't onto the field until nine. It didn't start firing guns to about nine 15. It, it went, but it was but like, you lived a lifetime in that five minutes. Like when will you ever get to walk on the field? You get to walk on the field where the Cowboys play or any NFL team, but for the Cowboys play mm-hmm. running down the field, shooting Nerf guns with 3000 other people successfully setting a world record while raising money. Like it was amazing. So um, we want to give our, our props to, to Jerry Gines and, uh, and of course the, um, and you know, inviting us to be a part of it uh, was a, an unforgettable day that we, we really, 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 really enjoyed. And, uh, and, um, and it was great. You know, I had my, my Cobra commander shirt on and, uh, and, uh, and Jessica rabbit, who is an, uh, a pro cosplayer who was an often guest on the show. She was, uh, you know, with me that day and, and she dressed up as Laura Croft and she, oh, yeah, I saw her picture. Yeah, yeah, she was really into it. So, uh, had a great, 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 great time. Now, um, one thing it's also uh, that's been in current events that we uh, that I do want to talk about that's not so much fun is that we lost a giant uh, in the huge. world, huge in the world of hip hop. Um, for me personally, one of the uh, one of the best ever to do it. Uh, someone whose voice um, has been with me like literally since high school. Uh, it was from about Fife Dog from the legendary tribe called Quest. His humility and humor and just, you know, just 
self-effacing type kind of thing. I mean, just the fact that he's just a major sports fan. I mean, it's like I actually got a, a Phillies hat for my, my birthday this year, and I actually had it. Like I took it to have it like shaped because I wanted to look, you know, that classic picture of, of Fife Dog where he's got where he's going like this with his hands and he's got the, you know, and then like I get my hat and then like I found out that he had passed away and he's only forty six years old, uh, you know, if you know anything about tribe, you know, you know that he was, you know, he was the funky diabetic, you know, that right. he, you know, yeah. and and, uh, and so you know we we knew he had some health health issues and everything else, but forty six is just. Too young. Tragic. It's it's horrible, and uh, and so we wanted to say to to Five Dog and his family how much we love him and and uh, how much we appreciate and just like I said, his his wisdom has guided me since high school, and so uh, we're going to be playing a couple of of, uh, of uh, tribe called Quest songs. That's uh, going to be our song of the week uh, this week, and so this is from the landmark. One of the greatest records of any genre ever. This is from a tribe called Quest's The Low End Theory. Uh, probably my favorite song that showcases five skills on any of the tribe records. This is a song called Butter. Once again, uh, much love and respect. Four 
finger ring just so Pfeiffer can scope. You looked in the mirror, didn't know what to do. Yesterday your eyes were brown, but today they are blue. Your whole appearance is a lie and it can never be true. And if you really like yourself, then you would try and be you. If your hair and eyes are real, I wouldn't have dissed you. But since it was boring, I had to dismiss you. But if you can't achieve it, then why not try and weave it? If you can't extend it, then you might as well suspend it. If you can't braid it, best thing to do is fade it. I ask you, did you hear? You tell me, Diane, maybe if you were you and just you. Talk to you, maybe, but I can't stand. No bionic lady trying hard to look fly. But yo, you're looking dumber. If I wanted someone like you, I would have sworn with Jamie Summers. You want to be treated white? See Father MC. Or check Ralph Tresman for sensitivity. Because I am not the one. I got more game than Parker Brothers. Fight dog is on the mic and I'm smooth like butt. To, uh, to Fife Dog and uh, and a tribe called Quest. And, uh, and his family. And his family, of course. And, you know, it's a legend gone just way too soon. Um, you know, one of my favorite memories uh, was I, I actually talked to, to, thanks to Facebook, I talked to an old high school friend, my friend Greg Weaver, uh, give a shout out to him, because uh, he was kind of largely responsible for turning me on to the tribe called Quest. And I, I don't remember if it was Lollapalooza or like, remember, remember the Smoking Grooves tour? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and tribe was playing and I think it was either, I think, yeah, yeah. Midnight Marauders had just come out and he took me and I'd already had been into them for about a year and, oh my God, it's all we talked about was tribe. And so going to that show, I was a young guy, you know, uh, and we ended up meeting, uh, Fife. I, I, I went on to meet Q-Tip and, uh, and, uh, Ali Shaheed Muhammad, the, the DJ many times over the years, but, but as you know more of a businessy industry type kind of thing but on that day i was just you know a young fan and i got to to talk we got to talk with fife and 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 he was just walking around and and you know and they went on early in the day and and i think it might have been all the police because it really wasn't like their crowd like i I can't imagine him like in a hip hop crowd, him able to do that. So it right. might have been like Lollapalooza or something. But and he was grateful for the recognition. And uh, and I think I might have been wearing a Phillies shirt. I think I or I think I think I was. And so we, um, you know, he was. It was great. It was one of the greatest days of my life. It nice. was one of those things that that stuck with me and everything else. So uh, much respect to uh, the, you know a giant uh, masterpiece human being and uh, and just a masterpiece with all the mic there. So now. Um, now we want to get into this whole thing. Um, what do you want to get into? into? What do you want to get into? Okay, so now uh, a couple things I wanted also to mention uh, about some upcoming events and some other appearances I wanted to mention. Uh, number one is also part of this week being WrestleMania week is that there's a um, thing happening in Fort Worth at the Ridgely Theater. Um, the IHWE uh, is having this huge event. Speaking of old old school people, uh, if you grew up in the South, you might remember Jim Cornette with the Midnight Express, and he's going to be doing a, um, a Q&A during the day. I think it starts at 2 o'clock. It might be 3 o'clock, but uh, definitely go on their website, uh, IHWE Wrestling, and Google that. It's going to be a great event. I'm going to be there. Uh, Veda Scott, uh, a great female wrestler, is going to be uh, the special guest referee um, in the uh, the women's match there. Very looking forward to that. Uh, they always throw great events every year, so that's going to be very, very cool. Um, 
and you've heard me talk about this uh, forever, and we're only seven weeks away now from the gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling uh, Afterglow cruise. Uh, it departs May 22nd out of L.A. on the way to uh, Catalina Island, and it's going to have all the original, all your favorite original Glow Girls. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be doing, of course, this show here. I'm going to be DJing with my alter ego, uh, DJ Tricky Kid, with the old... Uh, <clears throat> with one of the original Go Girls uh, MTV. And we're going to have this amazing 80s disco um, on the final night. It's going to be great. So what you want to do is you want to go to afterglowatsea.com. It's through Cruise Planners and Go See Travel. Go ahead and, and, and go on there and and book using the code Tricky Kid, T R I C K Y K I D. Uh, you'll get a discount. You'll get some onboard cash, but it's filling up fast. So make sure uh, that you book uh, your cabin today. Again, that's at afterglowatc.com. Uh, if you go to the Go See Travel or through Cruise Planners, you should be able to find that. But yeah, uh, gosh, Roxy Astor and. Sunny, the California girl. She's going to be doing surf lessons. Hollywood's going to be having a casino night. It's going to be so much fun. We really want you to join us. So, so make sure uh, that you book your room before it uh, it sells out. I had a a wonderful talk. Uh, so we we had met at uh, at, at the Comic Con in Dallas, and uh, and his publicist is somebody that I've known for a long time, and he introduced us, and we got along well, and uh, you know, and was you know fortunate enough to. to to get him on the show, he's been so busy because he's got this studio. It's a studio now. Yeah, is it Louisiana? It's, in, it's Louisiana. It's on the on the the north side of, of uh, Baton Rouge, and it's just you know you know Schneider, John Schneider Studios, and uh, he's been you know got a lot of projects coming away. And the most prominent one, the most recent one, is something that's actually been released. It's going to be released this week called Smothered. Right, not the Smothers Brothers documentary. No, 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 not the, 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 this is so great. We're talking about Smothered today, and uh, and, and you bring me Smothered, the censorship struggles of the Smothers Brothers comedy hour, which is amazing. It's a good documentary. (laughs) Yeah, but just the fact that there is a documentary, not only on the Smothers Brothers, but about them, is like, you know, because a lot of people think of them as clowns, but they were very activist and very progressive. Really, yeah. They really pushed the boundaries of yeah, TV at the time, for sure. And so I'm, I, I love that uh, that, uh, that you know, so, so that there's no confusion. We're talking about smothered. Yeah. If you were to Google or IMDb, right? The horror movie. It's yeah. The John Schneider presents smothered. And this written and directed by. Right. The, yeah. This is like his baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it came out of his studio. He wrote it. Some amazing. Directed. I don't even know if I want to call them B actors. But no, don't call them B actors. They're but they're some of it's an amazing cast. Well, well here's the deal. I don't think they're B actors. What the deal is this is it, is it like I think any fan of horror would look at this film because you know he knows that he's got the whole like everybody still thinks he's Bo Duke and this guy. I wanted to be a I wanted to be a Duke boy. Yeah, yeah. Who didn't? I grew up watching the show too. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is it for him? It's kind of like. People aren't going to be expecting, and you'll hear that oh, in, in the no. interview. Like, yeah. wait, this guy, wait, he's he's a director now. Oh, is he? Oh, he's making horror films because. Well, so, I mean, also Smallville. I mean, he was Superman's dad, right? That's right. And so, but for things that are, so he's always kind of got you know the the pop culture thing happening, but this he's got movie, a lot of other things happening. Totally. Yeah. And now, did so you saw the movie last night? I okay. did. I watched it. Okay, I loved it. What did you think? I with all those guys. Yeah, I think it would have been a fun. 
fun film to make. Sure, sure. And that's what I'm that's what I think too. I think that like I said, any fan of horror would look and go and look look at the cast and go, Well, I I don't care if the Pope directed this. Tell 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 yeah. the people listening, some of the people that are in it. Oh my god, like well, like like Kane Hodder is in it. Yes. Uh Mosley's in it. Yes. Uh, God, who is like uh, John, John Kassir, the Crypt Keeper himself is, is on this project. And there, I mean, and people are playing themselves. They're not playing. I mean, these are basically, well, like, well, like, like, like Ari, uh, Milhoff, like yes. he, uh, he plays himself, right. but like, uh, but well, like, it, but it's weird. Cause like they, they have, it seems like they have a nickname in the movie, but then they like Bill Mosley, which was the most recognizable to me. Cause he was one of the main actors in it. That's, I love Bill Mosley. Uh, they called him something else in the beginning, but then if there's a there's a scene in the middle of the right. movie where he's like Bill. With no spoilers, Bill. of course. No, yeah. I'm not gonna talk yeah. about. Yeah. Right. But I mean, he actually says Bill. Um, but most of the actors actually kind of went by their real names. Right. There's a few that didn't, obviously. But but, but, but you get to see, but you get to see them without mask on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Is uh, and when most you, of the most of the actors in there do usually wear a mask right. in most of their films. So it's kind of the, Jason or right, yeah, right. Jason Reiser. So now you get to see them without the mask, and when would they all be in a movie together? Yeah, so, so, yeah. To, so to me, you know, the charm of that—it's inspired. It's it is funny. It also, you know, your your degrees of scary are much different than I. It yeah, scared I, the crap out I, of me. I, like, I thought it was a funny movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I didn't see it as a horror movie in the sense that maybe it would be scary because okay. it, it didn't scare me. Um, okay, but I, it scared the crap out of me. Really? Because I, 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 I love that it scared you. No, I laughed too. But there were times where I was like, "Oh crap!" But, but again, I'm a huge fan of professional wrestling, so I'm used to suspending <laughs> my disbelief on a weekly basis. Yeah, I watch probably a movie or two a day, and so I guess I'm a little jaded when it comes to. And speaking of professional wrestling in this movie, yeah. was that if when when you'll you'll hear this in the interview, and I don't want to repeat it here because I want people to be able to hear it in the interview, but like one of the I think it was the the role for I think it was for Rhodes, I think what it was, was it there was I forget, I forget which which character primarily, but was the but the original um interest was uh Rowdy Roddy Piper, which really? is my all-time favorite uh uh, wrestler like and him. and so and we so so you'll hear on the interview that we got we had a yeah. nice little thing about that but um but now it, it, for you out there guys out there that want to uh like john will actually will retweet your review the hashtag on twitter you want to use or instagram or anything else is the hashtag get smothered which is pretty funny. Uh, like, you know, it is, you know, and the premise of the movie, I really, I really liked it. Yeah. I yeah, really did. Yeah. Like no spoilers, of course, but, 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 but you'll, you'll get it after you see the film, but hashtag get smothered G E T S M O T H E R E D. And, uh, and like, and I believe that uh, I believe it's John underscore Schneider. So shoot him a, just a quick little 140 character, you know, uh, review there that also includes the hashtag get smothered and uh, let John know what you think. And, um, and for those of you that do watch it, you need to stay through the credits. It's oh, oh, okay. Yeah. That, that's a good tip. That's a good tip. Yes. It's, yes. It's worth to watch. The, oh yeah. Obviously you want right, to right, see everybody's right. name. Right. Right. Go through the screen, but then there's a little teaser at the end. Yes. Yeah. That, that, is, that is, that is definitely more than for sure. And, and another reason why I also like, I, I liked it, but I also wanted to support this film. Obviously I want to support, 
you know, a guy that I grew up watching that gave me so many years of joy and, and so much, you know, just like, again, I, I, I was that kid. Like I, I grew up in the eighties. I, you know, Friday nights, Dukes of Hazard. like I ran home and, and that's how I started, you know, fr- Fridays meant the weekends and it meant Dukes of Hazard. So that was, so, uh, but another thing is, is that he's got this, I said, this great studio, um, uh, in Louisiana, but of course, you know, one of the issues that, you know, that they have down there and everything else is that they have, you know, a lot of flooding problems and like, like, like this probably would not have happened in a different area or he might've stored it differently or, 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 or something, you know, uh, but, uh, there's a GoFundMe um, uh, project or I'm sorry, a campaign to kind of raise money and, or just, or just buy the film, you know, just, just buy a copy of smothered. It will, it all goes to the same place, but one of the two and what the film, yeah, we'll have all or you know, or you know, if you want to, you know, sp- you know, donate more than twelve ninety nine, then go to the, you know, if you buy two films, yeah, right, <laughs> there you go, buy three. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's not too early to do your Christmas shopping, That's right? right. Yeah. But uh, but it's a great independent studio down there where I it, love it. I'm glad he's got that going on. Totally, and there's some great, great stuff coming out of there. He's got a project coming out called Hate Crime. Uh, you'll hear about that in the interview. Um, lots of darkness from Mr. Schneider. Really? Yeah, oh, I look forward to hearing. Yeah. And uh, he's such a cool guy and very versatile and everything else and just, just such, a, such a talented guy. And so anyway, so we'll have all the go uh, the GoFundMe campaign on our website. At, of course, at trickykick.com. That's, of course, www.trickyhyphenkid.com. Uh, my handle, of course, is at trickykid and the number two on Twitter. And I'll, I'll be also be, be posting a link for that as well. Uh, now, uh, so without further ado, I'm very excited for all of you that have been waiting, uh, this is uh, my interview with our special guest, John Schneider, uh, from, again, from... Make sure that's... Okay, there we go. Cool. Uh, I was making sure that was recording there. How are you? Said, How are okay, you cool. Morning? I'm fine. I'm doing well. Great. Uh, yeah. jumping, right, jumping right in, we wanted to talk about, you got a uh, new movie uh, that's come out called Smothered. I know. I'm so excited because it's it's uh, we live in a weird world now because it's on demand globally. Wow! I don't really know how to wrap my mind around that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because you're used to, to, of course, the traditional ways of the ways that we consume media and and movies, yeah. and now it's like you said, it's a whole new world. Now, this is something that you have written and directed. It came out of your studio. Like this is your this is your baby. This is my baby, so I'm very excited about it. I've been uh, I'm just posting just before you called. I've, I've been uh, trying to track. I don't even know how to track sales, so you know, uh, <laughs> so I'm, I have to learn. I have to learn some new tricks here. But uh, I'm I'm jazzed. I've I've got a bunch of reviews already. Showed people sent me things this morning saying, "Hey, I watched your movie last night and I loved it. And I'm going to post about it today." So, oh great, uh, it's good. You know, fan mail is instant now too. It used to come in the mailbox or in a bag. <laughs> no, no, it's, it just kind of shows up in your pocket. Well, well isn't, that, isn't, isn't that isn't that strange? Because the 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 lines between, you know, you would say the performers and the fans are there's no there's no barrier anymore. They have a direct access to it, which can be good and bad, right? Exactly. Yes. Yes. Most of the time, it's good, but there you know, it, it, people need to learn not to abuse the uh, abuse the privilege. Well, well yes. Right. Of course. Hey, it's me this morning. I'm having I'm having pancakes. Hope you're doing well. 
They don't care. <laughs> they don't want to know that you're having pancakes. Nobody wants to know that you're having pancakes. Okay. But if you want smothered, I'd like to know that. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, I think, you know, it's, it's funny. I think that people think that they have to be constantly updating in order to seem like that they're projecting a full life. So I think this attaching yeah. themselves to something else might might incorporate that. Does that, does that make sense? Absolutely, and and there's a weird a weird conversation now that happens. Uh, somebody texts you, "Hey, how you doing?" You say, "I'm fine." I'm very laconic. It's like, which means <laughs> don't don't text me back. But then they'll text back and say, "Oh, that's that's great to hear." Uh, call me when you get whatever it is. It begs a it begs another response. So it's like a conversation, <laughs> but that we're taking time out of our lives, like I said, to tell people we're having pancakes. Uh, <laughs> which is which is really 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 strange. <laughs> it's now, very strange. Now I wanted to ask you this: uh, we have a lot of um, we have a lot of professional wrestlers uh, on the show quite a bit, and be, yes, and this being WrestleMania week in Dallas, we're going to be having a lot of wrestlers. And I wanted to ask you that you uh, one of the original roles that was uh, for Smothered was written for uh, Roddy Piper. Roddy Roddy Piper, yeah, yeah, um, which would be he my all time favorite uh, wrestler. Oh, that's fantastic. Roddy and I were friends way, way back. Uh, we went to the same gym, and a, a guy named Vince Geronda put he and I together as workout partners when he was doing They Live. Okay. So, the uh, you know, I, I came to kick butt and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Right, uh, right. Great, great movie, great guy. Uh, he could not do Smothered because uh, I, think, I think he knew he was having – uh, more serious health issues than he wanted to let anybody know. Sure. He was uh, he was not flying at that point, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was very sad because he was a great guy, a great a great personality, certainly on camera and on the uh, on the mat. You know, he was. Oh well, uh, sure. Piper's 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 uh, pit. Uh, Piper's pit. Yeah, sorry. Piper's pit, pit was was great. And what a what a what a oddly what a fine gentleman for somebody who was so insane. Yeah. <laughs> he was a wonderful gentleman. You know, another you. one who's a great guy is Diamond Dallas Page. I've I've known DDP for years, and and uh, I've got his yoga app on my phone. I will I will tell Dallas that when I see him on Sunday. Dallas Please. Is old, Dallas is an old friend of mine, and uh, and he actually on our very first episode of our show. He was our guest, so we we love Dallas. Oh wow! And and uh, and we I also am a uh, indoctrin into the DDP yoga world, so he'll be happy to he'll be happy to know that that you're doing that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He used to come out to the house and juice for us out in Agora Hills. He's 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 an amazing guy. Yes, he is. And uh, if he's if he wasn't so busy doing, uh, I wanted I wanted him in a movie we're doing uh, at the end of the year here, but I think he's too busy actually. Honestly, saving people's lives with his yoga. It's well, you know what, what he's done. That's right. But also, you know, speaking of that, you know, he's um, one of the reasons why we also we had him on was to talk about his film. He uh, made a documentary last year about um, Jake the Snake Roberts and kind of right. his and his recovery through DDP yoga and everything else. So, so I think that uh, so that that's also kept him you know pretty busy. Now you're oh, yeah. you're. Very, you're very busy as well because there's a lot of stuff coming out of John Schneider Studios. Talk about some there real are. projects. 
There are. Well, since Smothered, and by the way, let me tell you, Smothered, you can get on iTunes, you can get on uh, uh, Amazon Prime, or Time Warner Cable has it. Uh, Android okay. Store, Android the Android Store, you can get it there. If you just put John Schneider's Smothered uh, in your search engine, you'll come up with any number okay. of ways to get it. <clears throat> and it's very, it's a terrific movie. I mean, I say that obviously because because I wrote it and directed it, but still, it's. I couldn't have Kane Hodder and Bill Mosley and Don Shanks and Ari Mihailov and Michael Berryman and, and all these folks in it. If it wasn't a great script, <laughs> that's what I that's what I was saying. I was like, to me, the, having just the cast like that, yep. that, that that validates the movie. Anybody that would go, okay, I'm going to watch that because I mean, look at these. You're yeah, in it. They've these never guys been in it. They've never been in a movie together before, uh, and it's it's cool. In a nutshell, the the normal the normal movie is a group of beautiful people, college students, usually go out go camping at the bottom of the lonely hill next to a lake and get killed one at a time by the guy. <laughs> right. Well, this one is a, a group of a group of older horror icons uh, who are having a terrible convention, so they get hired to hunt an RV park for the weekend. They go down the hill, down by the lake in the Winnebago, only to be uh, killed one at a time by the beautiful college co-ed. Uh, so it's the, the, the tables have been turned. Yes. Uh, and oddly enough, it's not a spoof. It's very funny. It's it's also very much a horror film. It's very much a slasher film. Right. But it's uh, it is not a spoof. It's not like Scream. There's no oh come on moments in Smothered. Smothered is a. Uh, I just read a review of it. It said Smothered is a love letter to the horror fan. That's so, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm excited about it. Um, it's di- distributed through a company called IndieCan that's out here in Los Angeles. Okay. Now, since then, uh, at the studio, I, I bought the property that became the studio after we did Smothered because it was so filming friendly. Uh, and that's in Louisiana, done, correct? That's in Louisiana, a little right. town called Holden, okay. uh, which is on the Baton Rouge side, not the New Orleans side. It's on the Baton Rouge side. Okay. And since then, we made a movie called Hate Crime about uh, the evening of one parent's her son's execution for the murder of the other son. Uh, we did one called Like Son, which is, stars Don Shanks, who was Michael Myers, who's also in Smothered. Right. Uh, about the various ways we are, in fact, like our parents, and uh, we don't realize it. Then we did one called Anderson Bench, which is a very bizarre, twisted film about if you knew beyond the shadow of a doubt you were living your best day ever, how would you end it? Um, then wow. we did one called Inadmissible. Yeah, right. Is, no, no puppy dogs and unicorns in any of these things. Right. Uh, inadmissible <laughs> is a, is the story of a a prosecutor who is so mean he would he'll prosecute you whether you are guilty or not. In fact, he'd prefer that you were not guilty, and he would still try to get you. <laughs> uh, wow! He finds out his parents were actually. Uh, Serial killers, very bad people before he was born. So he, oh my he God. comes by it comes by it naturally. So it's a so question of can can good people or can bad people have good children? Can well, that, can good people have bad children? That's what this movie asks. Well, there's a lot. So there's a lot of darkness here. Uh, like I said, you know, sputter. Like you said, it's not a spoof. Yes, yes. It, it, it is a horror movie. It's like yes. I, as you as you rub your fingers together. Now, go, <laughs> yeah. go back yeah, to 
go back to hate crime for a second because you mentioned about how it's kind of like how we're kind of like our parents. Isn't a family member of yours in that movie? Yes, my son actually plays my son. That's what I was going to say because you were saying like it's kind of like like your parents. Is it your your well, son? Yeah, is now he would never admit that because I, you know, I'm tragically out of date, and uh, <laughs> and I couldn't possibly understand anything about the acting world today, Dad. You know, that's just how that that's how that was true on Andy Griffith, and it's true now. So yeah, he's uh, he plays the young man who was actually killed by the uh, by the guy who's going to be assassinated. Uh, pardon me, going to be executed tonight. It's a very very thought provoking film. It's very. Very interesting, uh, especially in light that what uh, what it appears to be is a young man killed another young man because uh, the the uh, the murdered son was gay. Oh, and what it what it what it really is though is it's it's they were actually a couple. Okay, so, so that's a, the hate crime in question. You're... Well, it was a, it was a crime of passion. It was an argument about whether or not they should tell their parents that they're gay. Right. And uh, my son in the movie says, well, of course I told my parents. I told them everything about you. And this this gets the other young man into a, a fit of rage, and he winds up, he winds up uh, hitting, hitting my son too many times, and he, he kills him. He didn't mean it. He didn't want to. It was not intentional, but it happened. But now here's where the real the real drama of the story is. Rather than admit in court that he's gay and have his father find out, who's a a sugarcane farmer, right? Uh, he does not defend himself. He does not say anything about about his uh, sexuality, and he knows that being quiet will get him uh, the death penalty. And he chooses to be quiet anyway because he doesn't want to offend his father. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so it's a it's a very it's a very heavy very heavy film. Yeah, but think about what a, what a great message that is. I and mean, even though it's tragic, that's a that's a wonderful yeah. message to kind of send out to people. Was that the, yes. was that was that the inspiration behind that? Um, I it was written by a, a man in Baton Rouge, and I'm not exactly sure. I think it came from a a story, a tragic story he'd heard. Not that it, that someone was uh, executed by the state, but that. Someone was so uh, not willing to tell their parents that they wound up. You know, a lot of times people will commit suicide. A lot of a lot right. of a lot of suicide stems from not being able to have an honest conversation with your parents, and that works both ways. If you if you have something you need to say to your parents, then you need to you need to say. If you are a parent, you need to let your children know that there is there is no subject you can't talk about. Absolutely right. agreed, and and that would be so great that this is an important film that people would need to see uh, to get yeah. out there that could bring peace to some people that are struggling to kind of have that dialogue with their parents. Yeah, it could it could it, it opens up the uh, the flow of conversation, and once you start, here's the thing, folks. Once you start a conversation, it's it's easy to continue it. It is yeah. hard to start. It's hard to yeah. start. It's hard to tell someone you're gay. It's hard to tell someone you want a divorce. And once so, you do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> once you start the conversation, but that's going to hate you. That, yeah, but that's what these pieces are for, though. You know what I'm saying? They're they're there, like you said. Like if once we can get it started, then we can have the dialogue. Then we can have that yes. communication. Now, do you yes. do you find that people, you know? Um, 
seeing your interest in these type of projects that are, you know, more kind of, you know, kind of darker, heavier, um, you know, have a lot of social commentary. Um, have you, have people been, been what, what has been the reception <laughs> to that from you? Uh, silence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sometimes. Then, yeah. No, they, they uh, um, it's been a long time now, so people have read a lot of things that I've written, and, and uh, they know that that I'm not really about puppy dogs and fluffy clouds. Right. Um, so they're they're more. Uh, I don't want to say open because that would give them a power they don't have, but they're they're more accepting of the fact that that uh, John is not Bo. Right. Right. Uh, I'm from a, a great. Great County, Westchester County, New York, and, and uh, I, I grew up in uh, around some interesting things. I spent a lot of time with my grandfather, who worked at a mortuary. So you know, I've got a lot of uh, I've got a lot of, of cemetery time. Okay. <laughs> behind me, you know, and, and uh, when when your grandparents your grandparent works at a mortuary, he's having conversations every day that people don't want to have. And, and that's uh, true. So you know, it's. Uh, it, that's where my imagination or my uh, you, you write from your history, so that's where my my Absolutely. history goes. And I seem to remember uh, the stranger things. So Anderson Bench actually came partially from a, a story I'd heard about what had happened uh, to a family on Block Island. My my folks lived on Block Island. Uh, okay, have a place out on Block Island, Rhode Island. And there was a, a doctor out there whose wife disappeared uh, shortly after he got a, a an industrial chipper shredder in the yard. Oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> so, and that you know, I heard that when I was I don't know, fifteen, sixteen years old, and that kind of sat in the back of my head, and it wound up in Anderson Bench in the form of an industrial shredder named Emma. Oh my God! Who is the uh, who is the KL three hundred? And so, this is this is before Fargo. <laughs> Yes, before Fargo. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but now, of course, it'll come out way after that. But it's 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 interesting. I, I think if you uh, if you are creative or if you are, uh, all you really have to do is pay attention throughout your life, and and there'll be little little pins stuck in these odd moments that you'll you'll call on when you start to. Uh, well, yeah, you, you always write a screenplay. Right, you always kind of go back to, to things that, that, that first turned you on, uh, to, to something, or or even something something traumatic. Now, you you mentioned earlier, of course. I know that you have your entire life, um, you know, or will always be forever associated, of course, with the Dukes of Hazard. But do you do you find yourself being recognized as much for Smallville or more lately, or these days, or it depends, is it about? It depends on the uh, on the crowd. Depends on where I go. Okay, like uh, geographically in the South, I would imagine, of course, it would be. Well, or if I go to a convention, yeah, it depends on the age group too. Uh, if someone's thirty, they're going to know Smallville more than they know Dukes. If somebody's forty, they're going to know Dukes. If somebody's four, they're going to know Dukes. <laughs> right, right, so it's, uh, right. And, and even uh, even the, with the haves and have-nots, which is now on, I do that show. It's uh, the Tyler Perry haves and have-nots is on every Tuesday night on the Oprah Winfrey Network. Uh, okay. And it's it's fascinating because because people who love that show will say, oh, I love love you on uh, love you on the haves and have nots. Grew up watching you on Dukes of Hazard. Now, 
the haves and have nots, it's great because contrary to to all the terrible things that were said about Dukes of Hazard in the last year or so, right, uh, it, it is still the the fondest memories that that many African Americans have of growing up, just as many Caucasian folks have, just as many Asian folks, and you know, it, it's we truly are far more colorblind than the media will allow us to think we are. Well, I am completely on the same page with you, and I wanted to tell you this. You and I met very briefly in Dallas at, the, at a recent uh, Dallas Comic-Con. You guys, of course, did, did the Q&A, uh, course, with, with Tom Wolpad and, and, and Catherine Bach. And, and, of course, the very first question uh, was, of course, you know, that was lobbied, of course, was the whole Confederacy, Confederacy thing. I, I wanted to commend not only just you but all three of you that I thought that the way you handled that and the way you answered it was absolutely perfect. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. And the reason it's why – go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's, a, it's a very loaded it's – a, it's, a, it's a loaded question that people are asking about that. It's, uh, it's it is. hard not to fall into a trap with that question. That's true. And especially, especially being – Part of the Dukes of Hazard, which was a, the, the most one of the most loved family shows of all time. Right, right. Uh, and and, and uh, did I mention my ISIS question? Because people are people are still talking about that. I say, well, what about Wonder Woman? Almighty oh, ISIS. I said, so was Wonder Woman a uh, was Wonder Woman a terrorist? Was Wonder Woman? A, uh, <laughs> That's right. So <laughs> no, I, I thought it was perfect because, like you said, it is a loaded question. It is easy to fall into a trap, and the fact that you didn't, you were you were smart enough not to do that. Because I am somebody, of course, uh, you know, I'm 42, so I grew up loving the Dukes of Hazard. I coming home on Fridays, that's how I started my weekend. It was the Dukes was my was was my favorite show. So now, as an as an adult, of course. There isn't anything. There's not a racist bone in my body, your body, or anybody that was on that show. And so I love it that it's like this can still exist as, like you said, this great memory. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything other than that. And I and I, I love it that you guys were able to to be very effective in conveying that. Right. And Tom, Tom's comment about us being the victims of collateral damage, I think, is a good one as well. That's that is that is true. Mm-hmm. That is very 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 true. Now, getting back to the studio for a second, you guys, because mm-hmm. uh, you know I'm, uh, you guys had some bad weather, really really bad weather, <laughs> oh and gosh. you guys have had a flood there at the studio. Oh yeah, we're just great, just great. Um, <laughs> we had uh, four feet or so of water in the barn where all of the lighting and sound equipment was. Uh, a couple of feet of water in both the sound stages had had to evacuate the vehicles. Had to uh, get all the electronic equipment in the house uh, and guitars and anything of any any value that would be damaged if it got wet. Uh, oh my gosh! Pick those up. I mean, there there are guitars on top of the refrigerator and amps <laughs> up on top of beds, and it's, it's oh my it's god, crazy. Um, but but we've been digging been- out. Okay. We, we, we've been digging out. I had some wonderful people come help all this last week. Uh, one couple drove all the way from Cincinnati. Oh my gosh! To, to come down and help and power wash and sweep and mop and organize and build walls and and uh, it's really been great. It's been well, it, great and it 
it's better actually oddly enough uh it's caused a a cleansing and a a spring cleaning if you will there at the studio that oh wow was uh, long overdue uh the equipment i won't get back i mean the electronics don't like water especially not Right. sandy yeah, water so <laughs> well so if, if something good can come out of it then you know then there's maybe maybe there was some things that needed to get taken care of now yeah, yeah. i try to i have a tendency to to, uh, to look on the bright side I, I, despite yeah. all the darkness <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, the floor is cleaner now <laughs> right. <laughs> well, now, if people do want to get involved and they do want to help, like you said, the people that came from Cincinnati, uh, there is a GoFundMe uh, project set there up. There is a GoFundMe, yep. Okay. Go and we'll... GoFundMe is out there, and uh, that was set up by my group, which was fascinating. Great people. I call them the Super Crew. P-S-E-U-P-E-R-K-R-E-W. And... They saw the the devastation there long before I did. Oh my they, gosh! They set this up. It's been it's been going great. Uh, there's been some question out there as to whether or not there was insurance, and there was not insurance, which sounds oh really silly. Well, it sounds it sounds absurd to somebody uh, who doesn't live in a swamp. Right. But right. To insure to insure a building or a series of buildings that were built in 1910. Oh my gosh! For against against flood, when the median floodplain, uh, the requirement now, if you build a new build a new structure now, you've got to build it at 21 feet, I think, because the water got up to 20 feet. When my house was built, it was I think 16 feet. Oh my gosh! So sure, I could insure it. I could insure that house. It probably cost me twenty thousand dollars a month. That's insane. Yeah. So the answer, no. I'd rather put the now the idiot thing that I did was having all that sound equipment. We we do we do plays and and uh, concerts and things in the barn. And rather than rather than uh, set it up and take it down and set it up and take it down, I thought you know let's just leave this up so that we can we can uh, we can be ready to do a play, a concert, a guitar, whatever open mic right. thing. At just about any time, and that was a great idea until we had four feet of water in there. Uh, which we'd never had ever, right? But your but your vision for it was the <laughs> right. But your vision for it was sound. I mean, it was you wanted to have this kind of multi-complex thing to kind of you know isn't that everybody's dream to kind of have all that yeah, to be efficient, right? To be exactly. efficient, and you don't you don't take apart your big screen TV and your projector every time you you finish watching a movie. Exactly. So I thought I thought this was a great idea, and then lo and behold, of course. It was not. So when we build that back again, all of that's going to go uh, up much higher, up much, much higher. The speakers will all be up. And uh, so we'll we'll recover from that, and the design will be much better. But it is well, amazing what water does. I mean, water just yeah. goes where it wants and, and takes with it what it wants. And uh, you really can't – you can't really prepare yourself for what happened at the studio. But – People have been very responsive. Like I said, people have been there in person. People have gotten involved in the GoFundMe page, uh, campaign, pardon me, and it's it's been fantastic. And now Smothered is out and hopefully doing great. And well, uh, that, that will certainly help as well. 
Well, sure, and we'll have the GoFundMe information. I'll we'll be providing that at the beginning and at the end of the show, and we'll have it also on our website so people can link to cool. it and everything else. If and you if know they what, honestly, get involved. if they if they want to get it, it would be in an odd way, it would be more beneficial for me now for them to spend the twelve bucks on Smothered than it would be to send me twenty through GoFundMe. Well, and then they get a movie on on top of it, so. <laughs> and they get a movie on top of it, and then that will uh, that will add to the sales figures, which will certainly help uh, distribution on the next film be that much easier. There, we so, have everything at the studio except distribution. I and so then that's that one key thing. So right now, thank right. goodness for the, you know, like we were talking at the beginning of the of the, the, the show here that uh, way things are being consumed. Isn't it great that you're not completely dependent on the physical aspect of the distribution? Oh, and you can you can uh, you can go to blockbuster stores and you can get you can get the movie smothered. But it's so nice not to have a garage full of DVDs like we had to just I don't know ten years ago. Right, exactly. Ago. When I did Collier and Company, I had five thousand DVDs in my garage, and just <laughs> oh, it's so cumbersome. Now, will, oh my gosh, yeah. now can people get it? Have you seen these these red box? You, you, you know that where you go to yeah, like red box is the, is the rental. I don't think smothered. I'm not sure if smothered is in red box. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I love okay. red box. I love red box. Oh yeah, because you, you rent from it and then return it to any red box you want. Right. Well, yeah, and it's like an, the impulse thing. When you're standing in line at the grocery store, it's it's, it's the same thing. It's an impulsive thing that's affordable yeah. and accessible, and you don't have to – and then, again, you can return it to anything uh, yeah. as well. So that's another form of, of distribution that would be well, – check, check it out. See if it's in Redbox. I'm not sure, but I okay. know that it's on Amazon Prime, and I know it's on iTunes, and I know it's on the, it, it, the Droid store, uh, the Android store, and uh, I know that you can get it at the Blockbuster stores. So Fantastic. that's where that's where it's living, and uh, I promise, <laughs> I promise you're gonna you're gonna people who love horror films love this. People who don't like horror films love this because it has a lot of humanity in it. Sure, it's, uh, it's one and of I'm the few horror films that really care about the people who are dying. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah instead of waiting for them to die. <laughs> well, you know that you know you you know what's going to happen, but you don't know how, and you're thinking, "Oh my God, no, 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 don't kill R.A." Right, I love exactly. R.A. Well, and also <laughs> just with the just with the casting, anyway, any any knowledgeable horror film, any res- self-respecting horror fan yeah. would be like, "I've got to see this film just because of the people that are in it." Because of the people in it, and like you said, they're 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 participating in it. Is they're their blessing on the script and therefore on the movie. Right. They don't do things. I mean, they've got reputations to protect. That's right. That's right. And Kane Kane is not going to come out and do something that's going to make him look bad. He's so good in this movie. Uh, He's not wearing a mask. You actually meet Kane. You get to see Kane. And uh, and he's a romantic lead in this movie. And that doesn't happen very often. So, <laughs> no. and he no. does a great job. Fantastic that is, job. I'm very, very excited to see the film, and obviously, to all our, our listeners, they're going to be able to be able to get this film, like I said, on VOD and DVD. Um, again, you know, the GoFundMe project, but again, either donate there or just like you said, John, just buy the movie. Yeah, that way, buy the movie. That way, things will will, will keep rolling. 
Yep, and, it'll be much better. It'll be great. And lots, lots more projects coming from you from the John Schneider Studios. Like you said, you mentioned Hate Crime uh, and several other ones. And then we're also let's also let's let's plug a few things where people can again and don't don't tell him that you uh, just made pancakes. <laughs> how can they, <laughs> how can people? Uh, you know, find you. How can people you go find to my you, go to my blog site? I mean, I've got. Uh, you can get to all the Facebook pages through my blog. It's okay. the John Schneider, thejohnschneider dot com. Or if you're if you're uh, addicted to Facebook, as many people are, you can go to John Schneider Studios, uh, and there's a place to write in write in there. I would love to hear what people think about Smothered. I really, That's- really would. Because then I post when I when I get a review. I just got a review a couple minutes ago, and I posted it before we started talking. I'll post your review, so I'll credit you. I'll credit you with it. Oh, great, uh, great, good. So let me know what let me know what you think of the movie. Anybody who watches it, let me know what you think of the movie. There's a smothered Facebook page as well. Oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, and I so what are we doing? I... We're doing this hashtag thing. Hashtag get smothered. Okay, that was a little bit because because you and I are you and I are. Uh, our Twitter friends, and so, Yay. and it, yeah, and then, and also your studio. So I was going to ask you if there was a hashtag that people could do. So it's going to be hashtag get smothered. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> I love it. And I and also will have all this information obviously on my Twitter feed where I'll be retweeting it with the uh, with that hashtag so people can directly tweet you again about excellent about the movie, not about breakfast food. Uh, not about That's any right. other mundane thing there. No, uh, unless you watch Smothered while eating pancakes, I don't want to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is perfect. That is absolutely perfect. You have you have my guarantee that uh, I will I will warn people out there that pancakes are fine as long as you're watching the movie. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's what I well, want to know. Yep. <laughs> well, John, uh, sir, again, as I mentioned earlier, as you know, to that as a nine year old kid that would come home every Friday to watch you uh and the Dukes of Hazard, it's been my absolute pleasure to have you today and getting, oh, thank you. You've been getting a chance getting a chance to speak with you. Very excited about the movie. I wish you all the best of luck with it. Let uh, me know what you think. Now you can you can contact me directly. You can text me what you thought. Okay? And I will be doing exactly that. Okay. All right, my friend. You take care. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. You too, and I'll see you down the road, sir. All right. Bye. Bye, John. Man, John's such an awesome guy. Yeah, he was great, man. He was so cool and so generous with his time. And 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 you saw there, we just we just clipped. You know what I mean? Like you you saw it was like we just we're just two people talking. You know, just having a good time. Um, But uh, I'm very excited about, like I said, some of you know all the projects that he's coming out because it's like there's something very punk rock about it you know what i mean yeah. like there's something very it's he's you know, he's in the south and uh and you know kind of just doing his thing like i said uh the movie is called smothered once again you want to uh you know if you want to uh you can get it on vod and dvd uh and i believe as we mentioned it might be available on Redbox coming out i i, I don't know you'd have to go to his blog uh like he mentioned uh, but yeah, shoot him a, a, a tweet over there using the hashtag get smothered or on Instagram. And, you know, I, I, you probably, you heard in the interview and I asked him about, you know, like Smallville versus Dukes of Hazard, and he had such a great answer about it. Right. You know, like what, what, what do you, what do you think about that? Well, think- I, I'm in the, in the age group where I, I remember him from Dukes of Hazard. I mean, right. I watched it 
Religiously, religious, yes, of I mean, course. That was my favorite show growing up. Mine too. Mine too. Beloved. Yeah. Beloved. Yeah. Uh, so, and, I, and of course, I've seen him in Smallville as well, but sure. I, I grew up watching him right. in a previous show. Well, and again, I guess you always kind of go back to what you started with. Exactly. You know? yeah. But a lot of people don't realize that he actually was in online. At a, at a video store uh-huh. or a record store. Uh, right. But online, uh, Ziggy Gardner at Facebook. Okay, so just and are you on the on the Twitters? Or? No, I don't. I don't really do that. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I I do, and because I know you do, we, we have a, have a voice that I like to use, and so, uh, so once again, we I, I want to I do want to thank, uh, my co-host this week, Ziggy Gardner. Ziggy, we're going to be keeping you around here, and thanks, man. We hope to, to to have you back on soon. Uh, but once again, please visit our website at www.trick. So once again, yes. So uh, you can find us on Twitter at uh, at the at symbol, of course, Tricky Kid and the number two. Uh, we are on Facebook with the Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. It's just uh, facebook.com slash Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. And that does it for this week. Uh, I hope everybody has, has a good time. Uh, and I'm going to have uh, Fife and Tribe Called Quest uh, play us out. Uh, this is one of my favorite tracks. Uh, golly, back in the day, you had to have the whole like rewind moment. Like every MC wanted to have like, you know, rewind. And I would have to say that uh, Bug It Out from, again, also from uh, the Low End Theory, one of the greatest lines ever. And when I moved to New York in, uh, in 2006, I would always broke. And I would always think about the line where he says that riding on the train with no dough sucks. Uh, it always touched me and, and kind of comforted me in a, in a way. So I'm going to have uh, five play us out with bugging out. Uh, and be safe out there for WrestleMania week. We'll have full wrap ups and everything. Uh, again, my guests next week are the legendary, the Melvins. So make sure if you go on to iTunes, that you go ahead and subscribe. It's free to do so. And the episode will appear automatically in your iTunes, and you can listen to it wherever you are. Stream it from our website, whatever. It's all free, and it's all good. Uh, So once again, for my co-host, Ziggy Gardner. Ziggy Gardner. I'm Roy Turner, and this has been Tricky Kid Radio. We'll see you next week. Missions I do work um as a crack the monotone chilling up the jazz so get your own smoking on a beat cause they try to dupe me of the best of the pack but they can't do that for us abstract 
original. You can't get your own, and that's pitiful. I know I be the man if I cold yank the plug on R&B, but I can't, and that's wrong. Your brain against my mind My nose about to boot out All your nasty feelings Even though you see I'm bug out 